What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome back to all of our listeners. I'm BJ Sype, and you're listening to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today, and I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. I want to tell you a series of uncoordinated things that took place starting from last night all the way through this morning. I say they are uncoordinated, and they are, but they are in fact all very much related. I was laying in bed last night when I received a text from one of our members concerning her employer that she works for. Apparently, he had contracted COVID and is in very serious condition. So naturally, she was requesting prayers for him, his family, and all those impacted. I immediately sent out an email and prayed for this man and his family. Then I woke up this morning, grabbed my coffee, and started catching up on some of the different pages that I helped to run or follow via social media. One of them is Dr. Kenny Embry's group he started from his podcast, Balancing the Christian Life, to which I am a subscriber and avid listener. In this group, we ask a lot of different spiritual questions to generate conversation, study, and encouragement as we learn from each other. The question posed this morning was simply the following, how can we pray for you today? The idea was generated from another friend, Colton McDaniel's group on Facebook, called Devoted to Prayer, where we do just that. Well, I was overwhelmed by the response. Immediately, people started chiming in, asking for prayers for people they knew who were sick, people who had fallen away, prayers for themselves, for boldness or wisdom, and all kinds of other things. So far, there have been 28 prayer requests, and I'm just trying to keep up with all of them. Finally, I got to my coffee shop to start my day off for work when I received another text from another one of our members. She was asking for prayers for her son, who they have discovered has potentially serious damage that has developed to his optic nerve and the nerve fiber for his eye. I again sent out an email asking for the coveted prayers from our congregation. Needless to say, by mid-morning, I was getting a clear sign that today I needed to talk about prayer. Just within 12 hours of each other, I became aware of well over 30 different needs and circumstances that I needed to bow my head and go to my father with. I ended up back in a conversation with Dr. Embry a little later today discussing all of this when he asked me a really important question. He asked me, does prayer change you or does it change God? I had to think about it for a few minutes and I gave him my initial answer but then was really challenged by his response to me. He said, when my kids ask me for something, it's not like I couldn't see it coming. Before they ask, I know what they're going to ask for. It's like how you love your kids. You're only going to give them good stuff. And when you say no, they need to change, not you. I think prayer changes us primarily and rarely changes God. 
I started to think about this a whole lot more. We are told to ask, and so in some ways, our prayers certainly move God to action, but we don't move God from His will. That's going to bring us to our text for the day and the following thoughts. Consider the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 11. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives, and the one who seeks, finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good gifts to those who ask of him? I have always loved this passage, though it is perhaps not one of the most visited places we go to when we talk about prayer. The Lord here is trying to make a point about the nature in which we pray to Him and the nature in which He answers. First, He wants you to talk to Him. The Lord knows what you need before you even ask Him for it. So, what are you waiting for? I don't need to wait for my daughter to tell me that she needs breakfast to know that she's hungry. But when she asks for breakfast, I'm moved to action to start to make it for her. Second, the Lord knows exactly what we need even more than we do. Some people mistake this line dealing with asking for a fish and being given a snake to mean that God will always give you exactly what you want. And no, that's not the case. In fact, God is going to give us exactly what we need. And what he gives us is always for our good. For example, Ava might ask for breakfast, but then she also might ask for a cupcake for breakfast, which happened this morning, by the way. Being a good father who knows what she needs, I'm not going to give that to her. But if she asked for something like oatmeal or cereal, I'm going to give that to her every time because she's asking according to my will and what I already know is best for her. This brings us to our second point today. How many times have you asked but not received what you have asked for? The way that some people view God is as though he's some kind of magic genie that grants people whatever they wish. And this is just not the case. Consider John's words in 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 through 15. And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. Notice very closely what the text says. It tells us that if we ask anything according to his will, that he hears us. I am again reminded of my daughter asking for a cupcake for breakfast, and I told her no. Now, when I told her no, who needed to change? Me or Ava? Because I'm her father and I know what's best for her, she needed to change what she was asking for. It doesn't matter how many times she asks for a cupcake for breakfast, I'm not going to give it to her. Now, never mind the fact that I had French toast for breakfast, but that's another story for another time. But think about this in relation to our prayers to God. When he says no, who actually needs to change? Us or God? Perhaps God has said no because... What we are asking for is not necessarily wrong, but 
he knows that we need something different right now. Perhaps God has said no because what we are asking for is selfish or prideful in nature, and so it is wrong. But whatever the case, our Father knows what we need. And when He says no, He doesn't need to change His answer. Maybe we need to change what we're asking for. This week, as you go to God in prayer, do your best to ensure that you are praying things according to His will. And then finally, trust that sometimes God's answers are different than our requests and that He knows best. Allow prayer to change you and where you stand, and you might just find out that you are better aligned with God's will for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and your family, and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above.